Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, July 25th, 549 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up eight and three quarters at 573. November soybeans up eight and a half at 1324 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat up 21 cents at 780. September Kansas City wheat up 21 and three quarters at 842. September spring wheat up 17 at 888. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment. Uh, let me know if you caught some of those rains over the weekend. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email has been going out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you will see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Lots of interesting charts, graphics, weather information. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, or not yesterday, Friday rather, I answered the question, how low can we go? I've had a lot of questions from subscribers about the row crop markets in particular. Joe, what's your downside targets? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. How low can these markets go? I tried to answer that and kind of told a story from several years back uh, that I used to try to answer that question. Uh, and then yesterday, I had a Sunday weather update, as I always do during weather markets. Also talked about this Ukraine situation and the funds a little bit. Uh, if you guys are interested in this deal, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, you can cancel it at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, and nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, and the United Nations signed agreements on Friday that would allow grain exports to resume from Ukraine's Black Sea ports. Uh, right following the uh, signing of this deal, UN's Secretary General called the agreement a beacon of hope and said that the deal would enable Ukraine to export 22 million metric tons of grain that had been stuck in the Black Sea or in those ports. And then just hours after the deal was signed, Russia hit Ukraine's Black Sea port of Odessa with missile strikes, and that's an important port. Russia's foreign minister called the airstrikes a spit in the face to Turkey and the UN. Russia says it was targeting a warship and weapons that were sent by the West, apparently. So this is a messy deal from the get-go. I mean, they signed a deal, and then immediately Russia uh, launching missiles uh, into that Black Sea port in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine will attempt to push forward with exports this week, but they're now saying that the weekend airstrikes adds it adds additional risk to potential shipments. So where does this go? I don't know, but it's it's not a good start to this grain deal. Does Russia have any uh, goodwill here at all? Did they just sign this deal to kick the can down the road? I'm not too sure. Now, we do have a rebound in the wheat market and in the corn market today. Is it because of this airstrike following the deal? I don't know. It's not that big of a rally. I mean, we were up, what, 25, 30 cents in wheat and we were up 10 cents in corn. That's just run of the mill volatility in this sort of market. So I don't know. I don't know what the market thinks of this, to be honest. I think the market had been discounting some sort of deal. But again, I don't know if people are super confident that this is going to result in a ton of export activity. So still kind of a wait and see deal. But uh, I guess it comes down to, you know, do you trust Putin or do you not? 
Rains uh, fall over parts of Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, South Dakota, Kentucky this morning. Radar fairly active. You've got this system on the Kansas-Nebraska border uh, working its way into Missouri. A little bit of rain over Kentucky here. And then there's kind of a separate system that's over parts of South Dakota. Weekend rains were pretty good in a lot of areas. Um, you look at, say, this uh, southern part of Minnesota, northern part of Iowa, a lot of Illinois, north, uh, southern Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, all those places caught rain. Some of Missouri, even some of Kansas caught some rain, a little bit in Nebraska, a little bit in the Dakotas. So the weekend and, and the rainfall, uh, really pretty good overall. Now you look at the next seven days and most of the rains are going to be confined to like this, say, southern part of the Corn Belt, southeastern part of the Corn Belt, and then a little bit in the southern plains. Your northern parts of Ohio, Indiana, uh, Illinois, most of Iowa is going to be drier, most of Minnesota drier, the Dakotas generally drier. Uh, these areas of southern Illinois, southern Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Arkansas, they're going to be really wet. Um, quite a bit of rain expected, three to four inches over the next seven days. Um, so the forecast, I don't know. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. Some areas are going to do well. Some areas won't. We've got uh, crop ratings after the close today. What I have found typically over the years, and this is just my experience, I feel like the market really reacts to weather forecasts and changes in the patterns from, say, like early June through early July. Once you get into late July or August, it's just been my experience or opinion, at least, that the markets just don't react to the weather and, and the changes in the models that they do a little bit earlier in the year. But uh, we'll see what happens. You've got kind of a mixed bag of a forecast. But again, weekend rains were really not too bad. I do believe that there were some uh, heavy winds associated with some of these weekend rains. If you guys have any reports or comments about that, make sure you drop them here in the YouTube video. Large money managers or the funds continue to reduce length in the row crop markets. During the week ending last Tuesday, which was the 19th, fund traders were net sellers of another 25,000 contracts of corn. So in the corn market, the funds have been net sellers of 260,000 contracts since late April. They now hold their smallest net long since October of 2020 at 103,000. So this is no longer like a big long position in corn. 103,000 is what I would call a modest net long historically. Funds were net sellers of 11,000 contracts of soybeans in the week ending last Tuesday. They're down to 83,000. That's the lightest net long since um, I think last year, maybe it was January. And then in wheat, they are now short uh, about 12,000 contracts, net sellers of 1,000. That's just a modest net short. So uh, you continue to see length come out of the row crop markets. They're still long, but we've seen quite a bit of liquidation here among the funds or large money managers. The Fed is set to hike rates again this week. Traders expect the Fed to approve a 75 basis point hike on Wednesday. Um, the Fed will likely signal intentions for additional hikes later this year. Uh, there's no Fed meeting in August, so they're probably going to go with a three-quarter point hike on Wednesday and then they get a month off. And then in September, they'll kind of reconvene and take a look at the situation. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said recently in so many words that failing to restore price stability uh, would be a bigger mistake than pushing the U.S. into a recession. So they're they're generally more concerned about price stability than they are about recession. Uh, that Fed announcement will be on Wednesday at 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Also this week, you've got second quarter U.S. GDP data, and then you've got earnings from a ton of uh, huge U.S. companies, including Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, all reporting earnings this week. So this is a big week uh, of economic data, uh, uh, you know, bigger picture type stuff. Cattle market um, 
Uh, we had our cattle inventory report and also a cattle on feed report on Friday. So a ton of data out. Uh, not really any huge surprises here, but the uh, inventory report kind of confirmed that just liquidation in general continues. So I think like underlying big picture, this is friendly stuff. Does that mean that we have to open higher today? I don't know about that, but but the underlying situation here, I think moving forward uh, is kind of friendly, generally speaking. Outside markets, US dollars a little bit lower. The s and is up 20 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones up 170. Uh, bonds are down a little bit. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil attempting a recovery up $1.24 at 95.94 in the September WTI. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.